Well, I've just been relieved of my Socceroo scarf by a very enthusiastic Russian bloke who loved the green and gold and wanted me to st uh, swap it for a, a football club, Rostov, one of the uh, Russian Super League team scarves. So now I'm walking around in a Rostov scarf, a blue and gold thing that looks like it kind of wouldn't be out of place in a Parramatta Eels game. <laughs> but, you know, that's what the World Cup's about. Give and get, share the love. Um, and uh, now I'm a proud owner of a... I've got a Russian team now. Football club Rostov is my team. Um, so yeah, I hope they're better than the Parramatta Eels. Well, you know, the Aussies, we have our inflatable kangaroo. The Peruvians have, I think, it's an inflatable llama in a Peru shirt. Is, it a, is that a llama? It's a llama. Yeah, is that the national animal of Peru? It is. And I, excuse me, I like your llama. Tony, it's getting a little rowdy here. It's the end of the tour. It's the third big event. It's hot in Sochi. And people are getting loose. Well, to quote you half before game two, yeah. they are playing Canon here. And this time now, this song was not Canon last time. He's always interviewing you when I need you. Well, well you go grab him. We've got, to, we've got to do Facebook Live. I'll bring okay. him back. All right, I better go and do I better go to work. Back in a minute. All I wanted to say is how the fuck did horses become canon? Is it a good song, Cam? What most people don't know about horses is that it was not written by Daryl Braithwaite. He covered it within a year of it being released by the original artist. Ricky Lee Jones. Ricky Lee Jones, which uh, that would be very uncommon knowledge. The thing that amazes me about the song and Daryl Braithwaite in general is that it's in Kilda Festival this summer. Under 25-year-olds know four of his songs. The man has longevity. He does, uh, and the whole reason that I was teeing this up is that, uh, that Francis Leach has said to me, I reckon, 23 times on repeat that this is a Ricky Lee Jones song for the, for the trip. And as he was about to have the chance to immortalise the trivia fact, you have, he's been dragged away and you have nailed it. Well, <laughs> if a song works, it doesn't matter where it came from or why. You can be particular and fussy about why it should or shouldn't be a song. If the crowd loves it, sings it, and belts it out and everyone knows it, make it happen. Uh, football roos going off here. Green and Gold Army riding on their coattails. Uh, it's a great pre-match. And independent travellers riding on their coattails. <laughs> kickoff and we're on this uh, seaside resort in Sochi and this sort of dawned on us it's our last time together it is you'll be whisked off to St Petersburg tomorrow morning and I'm staying on to Moscow and so it means yeah this one last night oh what a night let's <laughs> let's hope it's a it's happy for every reason it's moments like this you get a sense of how far away you are from home and how special it is to be here a bit you get a bit emotional yeah I was just sitting there with my lamb on a plate and the Football Roos was singing the Oh What A Night, Kaiserslautern back in 2006, you know that one. And and I just was filled with the idea that I was here and that it was the middle of the night in Australia and, and somehow, you know, I've had the fortune of being there in Kaiserslautern and then back here again. 
and that this sport generates these moments and, and for some, you know, just it's been one of my great decisions of the last 20 years to, to invest in this because I don't know if there's much that gives me much more happiness than this. <laughs> my friend, it's been great sharing it with you. We've got one more great night ahead of us. We're going to bring it to everybody on the uh, World Cup Road Trip podcast. Who were, uh, yeah, battery permitting um, and uh, who knows, uh, once the beer shower comes down when we go 3-0 up um, the, the phone may, my, I haven't got one of those new iPhone 10s that withstands a beer shower, so <laughs> who, if, if the audio can get up, uh, it, it'll, uh, it'll be incredible. Let's go and do it. Yeah. Tony, just looking back towards the bridge over which everyone is coming, and it's a sea of red and white. So we were here in big numbers. I was just speaking to a few of the Peruvians. They reckon that around 30,000 Peruvians have travelled from, from home and from the diaspora around the world to be here. And, um, yeah, it is going to be one hell of a jamboree in there when they get rolling. So we're going to have to brace ourselves. We're going to have to sing loud. And um, we're going to have to show some rhythm. I know that's not something that comes easily, particularly to Australian men. We have concrete in our hips because these people, they know how to get down and boogie to the beat. Uh, and when they get going in this game, uh, it will be like a samba party. So uh, get your dancing shoes on time. You're going to need them. It is, mate. I feel as though I wrote it, you know? <laughs> I, I deserve royalties on this. Because uh, Simon Hill has been the great agitator for this song, hasn't he? He has, but we have to uh, give the co-writing credit to Ned Ellis because Simon's initial idea was... No, 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 Robbie Cruz. And that didn't go so well. Well, this is more universal, isn't it? But yeah. anyway, you should you should raise your arms because you're not just a broadcasting talent, Simon. You are a musical maestro today. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I'm not sure about that. But, you know, we're, 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 in all seriousness, we've got a responsibility, haven't we? Because we've got to cheer the team on today. And the louder we can be, I just hope all these guys have got their voice left at the end of it. Uh, what I've seen of Peru out there... We're not going to have the majority today. Um, I've heard it's 11 to a hotel room and pouring the car to get here. There is a, a big contingent. Four, apparently 40,000 Peruvians here. Uh, I don't know whether they're all in Sochi, but 40,000 in Russia. So you'd imagine a fair amount of those are going to be in the stadium. So it's going to be quite a battle. What was that? You gotta have a second chance. I mean, a chance to have to qualify to the second round, right? If you so guys win, if we win right. and France win, if France win, you guys might qualify yeah. to the second round. Do you think right? France will win for us? No. Peru <laughs> <laughs> is gonna win. So we'll, we'll, France, France we'll, must win. France must win because they wanna be first. But uh, Peru must win too because we cannot go with zero points to from here. Yeah. Uh -huh. After 36 years, we have to win. You know, at least one win. My name is David or David Lafon. And you have traveled from Lima? Or? No, actually, I, uh, this is uh, going to be a fiasco because I'm actually Mexican. Yeah. I mean, I just, ha I just, happen, I just happen to support Peru. Uh, no, hey, listen, listen, nothing against you guys. Yeah, 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 I, just, I just prefer no. Peru. Hey, we've seen, I've seen that man facing you at the moment decked out as full Swede and he lives 
Five K away from me in Melbourne. Is there a real Peruvian here? Yes, there, there are real Peruvians right here. Yeah, okay. Are you excited about the game? Excuse me? You think you will win and score a goal no, today? No. Yeah, for sure. And how, how do you like Sochi? Been good so far. It's, it's hot good, today, good. though, is it? It's very hot. It's hot, yeah, nice. Nice weather. And who's the star Peruvian player? Who shall we watch out for? Guerrero, for sure. Guerrero, Guerrero, give me that R again. Valdir Sainz. Guerrero. Good. Like, what was it like in Peru when you when you finally qualified? No, oh, it was crazy. It was. Crazy. What was your night? Tell me about your night that night. <coughs> now we were all together first against Colombia, yeah. where we qualified to to the to the playoffs. Yeah. It was crazy, and then we had the match against New Zealand. First we drove there. Yeah, we don't like New Zealand either. That's okay. We we're kind of crazy. <laughs> and then we won 2-0 in yeah. Lima, and and the first goal was so crazy that they. They like turned on the the, the alarms yeah. as it has, as it was a, as if it was a like an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we were ce celebrating. It was incredible. And is it really expensive for Peruvians to come here? I mean, do you have to spend a lot of money to be here? How hard is it to get here? For well, a, a ticket, a ticket to arrive to Russia is around fifteen hundred dollars, yeah. and then well, you you know that. Yeah. Here is not so expensive. Yeah. Thanks to God. So <laughs> we can be here. <laughs> and how have you how have you enjoyed Peru's football so far in this tournament? Have, have you been happy with what you've seen? We're happy with with the attitude of the team, with the way they are playing. Of course, we missed some goals. Yeah. Oh, so do we. So we yeah. have that in common. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But well, good luck tonight. Yes. I hope we win. Yeah. But I hope we all enjoy yeah. a, a great football match. What do you know about Australian football? Do you know anything about what we are, who we are? About Australian football, not so much. There you go. <laughs> Pam. There's an expectation when you walk into a ground on a day like today where anything could happen today. Peru could smash us three 0 we could sneak an early goal, silence the crowd, and sneak a 2-0. We could go through today. We could, we could find ourselves in the round of 16 in a mere four hours done. And Francis, you know, you said it perfectly the other day. It's like a grand final every day. Every day there are three grand finals, or four, three grand finals being played around Russia. Or, or, it is an absolute carnival here. Yeah. There are people that Give me your camera. Tony, I've met my brother from Peru, Francisco, here inside the stadium. He's in that fantastic Peruvian away kit, which I'm so jealous about. And you've got an interesting T-shirt you've got there, Francisco. Who is that on your T-shirt? This one is Tupac Amaru. It's who? Uh, Sorry? Tupac Amaru. A revolutionary that. leader of Peru. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's uh, he fight for the rights of the Peruvian people the, and the independence of Peru. And when was, he, when was he around? Is he still around? No, no. He died, uh, I don't know, uh, two... 200 years no 2000 years ago have i just have i just shown my ignorance of peruvian history <laughs> no don't worry it's fine <laughs> so it's a magnificent t-shirt and he's really important to peru and peruvians we'll see his face today yeah yeah i, I want to show him in, in the stadium so i bring him with me can i have a look at it again show hold on. it's in good colors too tony it's in red white and black which you know is to my heart wow he's a fearsome looking dude it looks like it was drawn by marvel comics he looks like a superhero <laughs> <laughs> and what does it say on the back francisco say, uh, they will kill us but we can't kill us. There you go, beautiful, my friend. Where can I get one of those? Can I buy one here? <laughs> by internet, you can buy it. By the internet, even in Peru. Good, Good luck, luck today, Francisco.
was the Peruvian song. It was phenomenal. It sounded like there were 500,000 people in the stadium. We're going to be outnumbered in here today, but they are singers. They are fun. Where am I going to sing an anthem with you? Yeah. What? We're see how we're singing it. Well, it's half-time, sensing the beer queue. Socceroos good early, but you cop a goal when you need to win. Big trouble, Francis. Big trouble. Any optimism? I don't know this guy. We're going to win this? Uh, yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah, Mate, I think one. so. 2-1, lads. 2-1. So what's going to happen? BQ, what's your name? I'll call it Tom. Tom. Right now. I'll call it right now. Yeah, call it. It's still 1-0. On. It's 1-0. It's 1-0. It's, it's the 80th minute. Bert goes, I'm, I've got to put on Tim. I have to put on Tim. You know what happens? What? He puts on Tim. Azani crosses to Tim Cahill for the first one. It's 1-0. Everyone goes, what do you mean? What's going to happen here? Tim Cahill. A second header. Straight through. There's his record. It's all about his brand, and he scores it. Boom. We're through. France beat Denmark 3-0. Done. So you're minting, you're minting a legend here, are you? <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You can tell me I'm wrong. I'm not sure they'll bring him on. Sheila is with me in the stands. It's half time. Sheila's from Sydney, but Sheila's wearing a Peru top. Hi, Sheila. Hi, how are you? So you're from Peru? Uh, I'm from California, of Peruvian descent, but I live in Sydney. So have you got any torn, <laughs> torn loyalties today? Uh, you know what? Bloodlines are Peru, <laughs> so <laughs> sorry. Have, has it been uh, being a part of a Peruvian... Uh, army that's here today, like being amongst so many Peruvians, so we're astounded how many have travelled. I mean, I'm, I think I'm speaking Spanish more than I'm speaking English, yeah. so I think that says it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit outnumbered, the Australians. Yeah, you have, Slightly. which is amazing, but it's a sort of kinship because they've also yeah. travelled so far like we have. Yeah, and you know what, the Peruvians are not just from Peru, they're all over the world, so it's been great. So what the Peruvian diaspora, the people that have moved, what are they mostly doing overseas? Are they working as professionals? Working, yeah. So a lot of Peruvians, they'll get their master's degrees abroad and then just stay yeah. in those countries. Is yeah. that what you did? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm American. Yeah. I was born in California, but I was traveling. I actually started traveling in Brazil for the last World Cup. Well, so did I. So we're yeah. still, we're still and traveling. then I did six months South America, and then I moved to Sydney. And now New World Cup. You know? Do you not have just a little bit of green and gold in your heart, Sheila? To know that uh, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> but not not enough that I still want Peru to win. So Fair enough. Well, good to yeah. meet you here and um, yeah, enjoy the rest of the game. Thanks. What's your podcast? It's called World Cup Road. Tim Carr's about to enter the pitch in an Australian shirt, I dare say, for the last time. So it's done, 2-0 to Peru. We're trudging, literally trudging away from the Fisht Stadium here in Sochi. And I hope the uh, Socceroos had pen and paper with them out there today, Tony, because they were schooled. I hope they were taking notes. Oh, we were just uh, the second best team on the park. And we were the second best supporters in the stands. And we were the second best team on the park. And it doesn't really surprise, does it? I mean, we've played um, with an intensity and purpose and concentration those first two games it probably has been a way to mask our inadequacies when it comes to skill and technique and that got found out a bit today and but 
being here, I don't really mind. I mean, to share that experience with the Peruvians, and I was stuck right amongst thousands of Peruvians, a sea of red and white, and to feel their energy and their vibe and their excitement and their passion for it, I'll take that as a win. That's a life experience you can only have coming here. It was so loud, so loud. <laughs> this stadium is, uh, is one of the best acoustic stadiums I've ever been in. The Germany-Sweden game was one of the loudest things I've ever been in. And then today, to hear that, they've got one of those very simple repetitive um, song chants but there's no letting up in it and so they've just done a away game like there was no like, you, you might try and do any Australian song and it would not be heard would it it was it was it was like dropping a pebble in a pond yeah they owned the day both on the pitch and off and that's okay um, you just you feel privileged to share it it's a long way to come to to be here and for them as well speaking that some of them are flying up to 30 hours to get here so this is huge for everyone from Peru and so I was hearing things like the people have sold their cars, that there's 11 to a hotel room. These might all be urban legends about the Peruvians, but there's no doubt they, they owned Moscow when we first arrived, and now they're owning Sochi. They're, 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 they've been an amazing travelling supporter band. They have. We don't get run over by one of our little golf buggies here. There we go. Well done. We just managed to get... Would it be, would it be ironic, Tony, that if given all of our trials and tribulations and hair-raising incidents on Russian roads, that we were taken out by a golf buggy? For, for people who are living with disability in a, in a crowded car park at the Fisht Stadium. It would be something like ironic. Uh, certainly, certainly, I think a, f- a few of us are feeling pain. Um, <laughs> I, I'm with you, though, that really it's a celebration. The Socceroos Soccer produced two fantastic performances. Today, uh, the petrol tickets ran out and the ideas ran out and the ability to, to deliver up front that we doubted throughout. Um, it, it was really exposed. It came to the fore. And we saw the last minutes, I reckon, of the career of Tim Cale as well. I mean, so, that's it. And when he, well, it was pretty electric when he came on. I mean, we were saluting a great. Uh, and there's no doubt, you know, I think, I was trying to think whether there's a better 21st century sports person um, in Australian history. Um, and I, I, he could easily be the one. So. Um, yeah, it was a privilege to be there for it, and, and I'm and, and just from a if we were going to go out, we wanted Tim to play. We needed to be able to wave him off. Uh, we had that great privilege. We saw his first ever World Cup game, Tony. We saw his last, so we've been on that journey the whole way around. And now it's uh, time to get back on the bus, lick our wounds, and there's tomorrow to deal with. What's yeah, tomorrow you, for you? You're going to go and see what uh, Peter the Great did with uh, onion-shaped ideas, <laughs> and I'm going to go to Moscow and prepare for the flight home. And can I just say thank you, Tamsin Wilson, wife, who has held a fort uh, valiantly. And uh, I'll be... And I wouldn't be here without her, so thank you so much. And the same to Ms Lynn Holtain, who's there, like you, Tamsin, I think a four-time World Cup widow, uh, (laughs) puts up with the... Our, uh, our obsession and indulgences in a way that um, makes us both very privileged. Tony? Oh, it's just amazing. She's a gem. And, uh, and yeah, I can't wait to, to watch it from the other side. It'll be different, Francis. You'll still be over here, and you'll be, no doubt, um, seeing some pretty special football, um, whereas I'll now be joining the Midnight Hordes <laughs> uh, back in Australia. And, and hopefully we may keep going like this, or we may... Uh, might, might just be your voice. I think we should keep doing it. We should do a transcontinental one. You know what? The group stage is the best stage as we head up uh, the stairwell that goes over the Formula One track here. Uh, this, Sochi has everything. Oh, Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, 
Daniel Ricardo. I'm pretty sure he's driven on this track. Um, the group stage is the place to be, though. As much as it's fun to be here for the remainder of the tournament, this is the reason why you come. It's, uh, you know, everybody's here, and uh, it's not the same. It's- Do you know, Francis, I hope that if this podcast has done anything, it will have inspired some people who have been hearing us to say next time, or if not next time, the time after. Um, but because the journey is so fun it's a dream for a lot of people and I really do think it's it's worth the effort um, and I, I think it's worth the money as well I know it's a lot of money but it's uh, it's been it's incredible and maybe just maybe people are listening to us going I'm going to have my little World Cup bank account where I put away 50 bucks a week from now on you go family World Cup page get me to the World Cup yeah. Tom, we're going to go down the stairs, we're going to get on the bus and uh, we'll live to fight another World Cup road trip podcast. Yeah. Sign off. Thank you, Francis. Does it be done, yeah?